0: Ba <laughs> Oh.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That (laughs) means it is another episode of the Sharpening the Squares College Football Podcast. This is our picks episode, fresh off of five and two week, fresh off of being tied and with a hundred other people (laughs) at the moment. (laughs) But we're okay with where we are. Isn't that right? And before I go any further, I need to introduce my co-host, the Vanna White to my Scott Sajak. Scott. Magoo, Sajak. How you doing?
0: What is his name? Who's Scott Sajak? Pat Zajak? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Oh man, you are a culturally incoherent man. You got no. Vanna White, right? It's like you were thinking of the lovely Magoo, and who know who's who's lovelier than Vanna White? Well by Magoo. your tone, okay. you can tell we went five and two this week. <laughs>
1: Yes, it was a weird five and two, but it was five and two nonetheless. We are happy with that. If we if we finish five and two every week, we are going to win this contest running away. So the key is consistency here. Four and three are better okay. every week is what we're shooting for.
0: Okay, well let's let's roll right into that argument first off, to just start off before we get into the picks. We got in a little text argument this week, um, and I couldn't figure out what you were talking about with like basically you told me like we need to find more easy winners because technically in these 50-50 games you're going to lose you know you're not going to go 5 and 2 and i don't i have no idea what you're talking about it it's okay. handicapped already
1: well so yeah what i was saying is especially in a contest so last week for example we had one clear loser i don't think we have any chance of winning that most of the most of the time those games are played out that's that was michigan laying all those points then we had two clear winners um and i would consider that as oregon and uh usc and you know that, those games were never in doubt but then the rest of our games four other games it pretty much came down to the last possession on whether or not we were going to win those those plays or not so what i was saying is that we we've, we've got to find more of these one-sided uh one-sided beatdowns one way or the other, either one-sided, like for sure they're covering or one side.
0: <laughs> so, well, yeah, I mean, we, well, that's, we that's, could have easily gone two and five. Well, hold on. That's my point though, is, is, <laughs> is yeah. If we knew what they were, then we would just take them. Like we don't know beforehand that Oregon's going to beat uh, Nevada by 60. We don't know beforehand that USC is going to beat Stanford by 25. Like they're handicapped. So, they're, yeah, not but 50, they're it, you say like they're 50-50 yeah. games no matter what like like it's a spread so it's a 50-50 well, games I, like if we knew what was going to be the runaway winner we would take them like there's just as likely that Michigan could have blown out Army you know 50 to 7 and we you know we 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 don't know it beforehand <laughs> so it's like... well obviously yeah
1: hindsight is 2020 20, but still I'm I'm just saying there are, like, I think that's an indication of a better handicap. Like, if you end up covering by, you know, several touchdowns, then I think that's an indication of a better handicap. Like, you are clearly, clearly on the right side. And then I think in the long term, those 50 50 games, the ones that kind of break at the very end, half of those are going to go your way and half of those aren't over the course of the season. So,
0: uh, I just I, I dis- uh, agree to disagree a quote okay right because i i think i mean yes that was a good handicap if it's a if it's a runaway but a winner's a winner i'm of the mindset that the winning side is the right handicap so you know if let's pretend we took colorado last week i would still say like okay nebraska's defense isn't great and colorado's at home like even though nebraska should have covered that game you know the right side was pro- is the winning side, which is Colorado. Like there was a chance that Colorado can could have made their move. So, you know the Colorado handicap was a good handicap. It was so it, you know it was the it was the right side because it was the winning side. I don't care whether we well, win by sixty or if we win by you know a half a point.
1: I, I agree, but I think we need to shoot for the sixty point winners. So agree to disagree, I'm gonna shoot for those at least well, myself. We I just
0: yeah. Every all seven of our plays, I, I hope we win by sixty. But Well and
1: that's we what like, like we shouldn't be messing around. Like if we think yeah, but if we think that hey this is gonna be a close one and it could come down,
0: we probably shouldn't pick those teams. So um I don't think so. I, I, we we handicapped, all the all the five of our teams that covered, we handicapped it correctly. Like, even LSU was close, but, you know, at the end of the day, their offense is on another level. So, except, Yeah. Well, well I, and the other thing, is, I, like, we were looking at, like, it's a high-scoring game. Our handicap was the six-and-a-half shouldn't come into play, and it really didn't. It was, you know, it was this one-score touchdown game.
1: Yeah. I think we even handicapped Nebraska, correct? If you look at it from that argument, like if those games are played ten times, I think we win the majority <laughs> of the times with those six games. I mean, sure, um, but we
0: only have the pick. We only have the luxury of picking for this week, <laughs>
1: right? Right. But like Michigan with, was clearly the wrong side, so we we were. I mean, that was that was bad. Yes, that was very bad. That was bad. Um, that was bad. So can we at least avoid the Michigans of, of the future?
0: Bodog Jim might be dead to us.
1: I don't know Who, who's he playing. is Is he on the card this week?
0: No, but next week we might have to take him versus Wisconsin.
1: Ooh, if that man, if, that's
0: a if, good match. If if he's if he's a dog by three points, we might have to take Bodog Jim to cover three. Yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay, well, well, let's get into it. We have a lot of games to cover here. Um, again, we have one like, glaring, uh, missing game on here. There's no Alabama versus south carolina game also i'm kind of surprised there's no virginia florida state um but there are a bunch of other good games to
0: choose from here. yeah and i i was actually i was uh, all excited about the nc state west virginia
1: like yeah. uh, actually
0: not kidding like i had a good cap for that so unfortunately no nobody... well i
1: did some pre-capping before we had the card and luckily all three of my uh, plays were on there so i didn't do any wasted uh time uh, but I am kind of second-guessing myself on one, but we'll see. I'll, maybe I'll talk myself back into it. Maybe you'll be on the same side. Oh, That's, um, that's so- good.
0: I had a tough week before we get started. I really just – I've seen cases for both sides um, with a lot of these games. So last week was a, was a little bit clearer, but, I mean, yeah, we, we went 5-2. and two, But this week's tough. This is a garbage slate. This is why gambling exists, listeners. Uh As your creaking door shuts, uh, this is why gambling exists for these garbage weeks and garbage cards. The headliner Clemson, a 28 point favorite over Syracuse.
1: Well, yeah. So this is the, um, the first week since I think it was some date in 2017 where there aren't two ranked teams matched up. Um, so that kind of gives you an idea of how, how bad this week is. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because it may not be pleasant watching does not mean that it is not ripe for opportunity. I've got seven <coughs> on my own that I want to talk about, plus some others that I have some thoughts on. so do you want me to go first or yeah, you
0: go first right out of the gate
1: okay, and so what do you what do you want man? do you want um
0: yeah, I love these I love the menu <laughs>
1: well how about this
0: um give me your hold your nose give me your hold your I know you have a hold your nose play.
1: I do have a hold your nose play. Right, that and believe it or not, this hold your nose play is a favorite. And I, of course, am talking about Whoa. the Arkansas Razorbacks wow. playing 9.5 at home versus Colorado State. Uh, I like this one a lot, actually. Uh, this game opened up 13.5. And, and Vegas usually is right with these numbers. And it got bet down immediately to 9.5 because there's not a lot of respect for Arkansas. They. Let's be honest, this call a spade a spade. They have not gotten off to a good start. However, I think there's reasons to look up. Uh they've got a new quarterback in this game. He came back, he came in last week and he looked pretty good in relief. He went <clears throat> 17 of 24, threw for over 200 yards and a touchdown. And let's not forget this is a huge revenge game for Arkansas. They were embarrassed last year with that crazy fake punt return thing.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh Colorado, yeah. <laughs> That, where they line up really, like that yeah i remember that
1: yeah, and i think that was the moment that sent their season kind of spiraling look arkansas has not been good but i do think that they have a good coach and at the end of the day there is a huge talent gap this is still an sec team versus what are they mountain west i don't even know what is colorado state It doesn't matter they're not they're not good um, <laughs> does the WAC
0: still exist the western There's athletic conference like that but colorado
1: state they are one and one <laughs> but I still contend that they could be a bottom 10 team at the end of the year, uh, especially on defense. Um, they, man, they, they let all sorts of people run all over them. They had a semi-closed game with Colorado uh, at the beginning of the year, ended up losing that, but I think they're fraudulent. I think Arkansas is more talented and honestly, nine and a half points is not a lot to lay. I think there's still reason for them to be fired up for this game
0: and play the wood come Saturday. What do I think? I think Colorado covered that, like, 14-point spread, right, against Colorado State?
1: Uh, Colorado did. This is co- yeah, so Colorado yeah, State so, did not.
0: And, and I'm of they- the – so then people look at that and they say, well, Colorado State's good um, and Colorado's just really great. And I'm of the opinion that Colorado's a little phony. I don't think they're that great. And co- that means Colorado State is really bad to not cover that yep. spread. I don't think there's a huge gap knock on wood between colorado and arkansas so uh i like it i like that first play that's a good one
1: okie doke it it, it has
0: it has also uh boat racing potential yes i like and that's
1: what we're going for you know we don't want the close victories like you mentioned before
0: oh we'll take any victory
1: we All right, what do you got for me? Let's see if we're on Oof. the same side.
0: All right, ugly cards, ugly cards, but uh man, this team was kind of dead to us in 2018. We were really disappointed in them. Oh, this is kind team, can of I... this is kind of a hold your nose game as well, but uh Vegas is begging you to take the Wildcats. Wildcat Magoo, Wildcat. Um oh, but I'm sure. not and I think the squares are going to buy it. It looks like on paper two Um, Power five conference teams. One side is getting the hook, but I'm not Mm -hmm. buying it. I like the Bulldogs of Mississippi State to also a boat racing potential. Uh, The quarterback play, we of course don't mention names on here, but the quarterback play has upgraded (laughs) at Mississippi State. New Mm -hmm. offensive coordinator Joe Moorhead is going to have this offense humming and I like the Bulldogs Mississippi State to cover seven and a half points versus Kansas State
1: interesting very interesting Um, so yeah I've got thoughts on this too Open nine and was steamed down immediately so people were taking Kansas State who historically has been very good as a dog but that we're talking Bill Snyder era we don't have Bill Snyder anymore so there's kind of some unknowns with Kansas State so (coughs) Jeff Sagra Actually had this Kansas State listed as a favorite in this game, minus two wow. favorite Isn't that crazy? Um, that's wild. Yeah, the only th- that's wild cat actually. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, the only thing I can think I do know that his his numbers kind of massage better as the season goes on. So we may not want to make pay as much attention to them. Uh, you know, here in week three, it is a huge revenge game. I mean, Kansas State got embarrassed at home last year by mississippi
0: right so i i think that was i think that was reality i i get the re- revenge so that was my cap on this was what you saw last year is what you get between the two talents between the teams um yeah that was my I, cap on this game
1: man i still kind of wonder like how good mississippi state is they lost a lot on defense and they've been allowing some yards this year too. um they didn't cover versus Louisiana Lafayette. They allowed 28 points last week. They only allowed 15 versus Southern Miss, but Southern Miss racked up some yards. I mean, they're yeah. I don't know. I'm I can well, see where you're coming with this. I like no. the angle.
0: Well, that's not my favorite play. I don't really have that as a as that was one of my plays, but it was not a um, by any means. I'm not starting with my favorite. So there you go. Well, I'm
1: starring it because I, I was leaning towards that side. So it's not like we're on opposite sides. It just wasn't uh, something that really, really stuck out at me. So we'll, we'll put that as a maybe for now. Um, okay, let's see. You want a dog or a favorite?
0: Let's go. Well, we did a favorite last time, so we'll do a dog here.
1: Okay, well, there aren't too many of those because, you know, <laughs> us squares We like our favorites. But I will go with my favorite dog. Ooh, actually, I like I like both of these pretty equal. Um, okay, so I am going to the college game day game. Oh, boy. First time in Ames, Iowa. Quadruple revenge.
0: Revenge, revenge.
1: Of Iowa State Cyclones. A lot of disrespect for the Iowa State Cyclones. And what does Warren Buffett say, Magoo? What is his trading strategy?
0: You can't lose, but you don't put in the middle. Uh, but you can't win much actually, either. That is... <laughs>
1: garbage buy low sell high man you, you buy when other people are are scared and you sell when everybody's fat and sassy and i tell you what everybody is really fat and sassy I like on it. these iowa hawkeyes fresh mm-hmm. off blowing ruckers mm-hmm. but who's ruckers anyways and also they lost three <laughs> key players uh, three key players are injured in going into this game and the best unit on the field is by far going to be the iowa state defense And Iowa does really. I mean, what do they do? What playmaker do they have, or scheme do they have that is going to really challenge this Iowa State defense? Iowa State is 11 and 2 ATS as home dogs. They've had two weeks to prepare (coughs) for a rival, and this is what I love. It's not just a rivalry game. It's kind of like Iowa's always been kind of the big brother, and Iowa State's a little brother. So it means a little extra to them. And I love this. The coach, Matt Campbell. He said that his favorite thing, he's been coaching for years, his favorite thing is the week two bye. He says he can get more accomplished after that first week of seeing his team on the field in that week two bye than he does all offseason. So he, this is a coach that knows how to take advantage of that week two bye. Week one, Iowa State, let's, let's revisit this. They went to three overtime.
0: Uh, Not Northern, Northern Iowa.
1: It's Northern Iowa. So that win looks really, really bad. But if you dig a little bit deeper, they had a 200-plus-yard edge. They had some turnover, uh, unluckiness. And, again, we have that kind of big big brother factor. In that game, Iowa State was the big brother. Northern Iowa had a lot more into that game than they do. And it was week one. Week one's kind of fluky. That's why the contest isn't even in week one because it'd be chaos. So this game opened up with Iowa State as the favorite. Now we're getting two-and-a-half points. Um, man, mm-hmm. I'm, I think they went out right. I, I think it's uh, really prime for victory.
0: Well, you forgot the most important factor. It's a so system play. Oh, there we go. System, there play, we go. system plays went 3-0. and We went oh. – if we hit, went 3-0 and last week, that is just to remind our listener in case you're new, that is a ranked team going on the road against an unranked team that is giving less than seven points. Preferably, they're giving less than three. And that means that Vegas knows something that the Square, who is betting the ranked team, those little numbers they put next to the college, uh, they don't really mean anything, but people get excited when they see them. So I love it. That's a system play. And also, last year, I felt terrible when we passed on Wazoo, who had game day versus Oregon. And they smoked Oregon. And mm. I talked you off of that one as a high variance. And I felt terrible. And that should have been an easy <laughs> win for us. And we're not gonna do it again. Iowa State with game day. Wish it was a night electric game, but that's okay. There'll be some um, also like Iowa have noticed they've been passing the ball pretty deep lately, and that's how they kind of been getting their explosive plays. Uh, it's gonna be a little a little windy in Ames this weekend. So I don't like that to be as effective uh, for the Hawkeyes. Um, so, yeah, I, the knock on Iowa State is that, you know, they lost their skill position players, but I don't know. That's kind of a weak argument. Uh, lock it in. Lock that one in. We got All two. right, baby.
1: I'm glad that we're in agreement. Yeah. But it kind of worries me because now that you said system play, I'm looking at up and down my schedule, and I see one that would
0: be – You're going against going it? Going
1: against it, which was no. not good for us in
0: week one. I know right side or about, wrong side? So Let's talk about that game. I already know which one you're talking about. Okay, let's go Here, to it. Here's the part. I, I know what you're talking about before you even say it. Here's the part I don't like about your Cougars and why I can see the Southern Cal side. Mm, uh, they're not good. Well, yeah, well, it's also <laughs> like it's, this, it's rinse and repeat of last week of Southern Cal's got the four and five stars and BYU has the two and three.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's
0: a home game. The part I hate most about BYU is they're coming off an emotional victory. I hate that. Yeah. And Southern Cal, like maybe they haven't caught on to this Slovis kid. He is uh he's a little frisky, a little frisky yep. Slovis here. Um. So that's one of your plays, huh? I, I like it. So I had it as a I, pass I, because if we lose another system, I'm just.
1: <laughs> no, and, and we can. We definitely can because. You know there is a potential that SoCal falls back down to earth a bit, especially yeah. This young quarterback first game starting on the road. I mean, typically, like when a quarterback comes in from an injury, that first game they're 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 good because there's no tape on the kid. Uh, but then that second game, they typically come back down to earth a little bit because there's tape and people get used to them, and then they start getting more involved. You know, they're thinking more. Um, but let's not remember, Stanford's defense is still, like, really good. That's probably the strength of their team. And, man, he just carved them up. Like, he, he doesn't, wasn't just good. He was great for them. And I think you really kind of owe it a lot to Graham Harrell. I mean, he has that <clears throat> offense humming finally. Um, yeah. And this is the first dynamic offense that BYU is facing. And I really wondered, does BYU have the athletes, the talents, the defensive schemes to st- stop or slow them down? I mean, yeah, BYU – they played a Utah close in a rivalry game, but Utah really just wants to run the ball. Tennessee is a mess, and BYU really should have lost that game um, if it weren't for a crazy cover at the end. Uh, and BYU's know, had a I, brutal schedule, man. I mean, well, what, what else do they if, have in the tank?
0: Well, here's the other weird factor about BYU: they're almost better as a road underdog than they are at home. Yeah, they got they lost the cover versus Utah, then they go and beat Tennessee last year. They go and beat at Wisconsin, and they lost to like a San Diego State at home. So they're like, uh, they're really roller coastery. I, I'm with you. I, I was leaning Southern Cal, even though it, get, it goes against the system, just because I thought this line was just a little bit short. Like Southern Cal should be like a seven and a half point favorite after what we're yeah. seeing. And the other thing I like about Southern Cal, they, I think they might be playing for Helton this year, like trying to save his yeah. job and. Uh, They got a little bit of a nobody believes in us type thing, and like I said, I just I love fading the team after the emotional victory, last minute victory the next week.
1: Yep, yeah. Well,
0: and one other point I've got:
1: um, BYU's rushing offense is not good. They rushed for 100 yards on 30 carries last week versus Tennessee. Georgia State had 230 yards. So, what is going on where Georgia State can run for that many yards and BYU can't? I just I kind of look at this as a BYU versus Stanford. BYU seems like a less talented Stanford all the way around. And, yeah, they're playing at home. But I really feel like they're going to be worn out from the first two weeks. The only thing I don't like, yeah, SoCal, I just – I wonder if they're going to get a little bit fat and sassy. And they do have Utah next week.
0: They got to look I don't think
1: – yeah, I don't think they'll be looking past BYU because BYU is a respectable opponent. But – uh, I don't know. We'll put a star by it. Yeah, oh, Jeff Sagarin, Jeff Sagarin has this game at 13.5 points. So Man. he's a believer for sure.
0: We'll uh, we'll kick ourselves. I think this is going to be a play, I bet, because um, we'll kick ourselves. <laughs> it has boat racing potential, but – It does, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're both teams that – So the Cal could be looking ahead. BYU could be flat after the big victory, so – yeah, it's like you take the athletes at the end of the day. It's got a little boat racing potential. I think we got to star that one. Okay. I hate going start. against it, but we made another system play that that makes up for it. So I think we're covered. I think, yeah. I, and it's hard to make it a system play because the the like you said, the spread should be like seven and a half or seven. Yeah. So it's yeah, just, it's weird. It's a weird one. I think BYU maybe a little too much cred after their victory over a really bad Tennessee team.
1: Yeah, this may be a you know Vegas getting too cute type of game because they know cute. the
0: sharps. Yeah, they know oh that's the a sharps good segue. Like that's a good segue to my next play. Um, of Vegas getting too cute. So again, boat racing potential here. I'm a little worried about the sleepy spot. These early games can be a little mm. sluggish, but uh, Ohio State's still in that killer instinct mode and. I don't know if Vegas just put out a bad line. I think Vegas put out a bad line is what I think. And it should be like 21. Uh, Indiana, the home dog by over two touchdowns. But man, I watched Indiana in a lot of these early games. They are so sloppy. And that quarterback is very careless with the uh, football. And so uh, it's kind of a, let's, there's no way you would take Indiana and step in front of the freight train of Ohio state. I mean, it's almost like just join the freight train, get the, you know, win 40 to 10 and go home.
1: Yeah. So it's so, I, square. I it's a, so square. I have a lot of notes on this. Yeah. That, that's what, so yeah, the early game really worries me. We we've gotten burned, I think multiple times before betting a big favorite. Well, last week we bet a big favorite in the early game. And that's just kind of a hard task, especially with them on the road, because they just tend to get off to a little bit slower starts.
0: Uh-oh, I lost you.
1: Pretty bad. And wow. in, in Ohio State's been pretty darn good in some, like, 20, 30-plus point spreads. Indiana's been covering. This is actually the lowest line in this series since 2014. So I think maybe Ohio State has looked past Indiana in, the, in, in previous years, but they're probably not going to look past him. State still – people are still questioning the new coaching staff, the new quarterback, um, and this is their first road game. So it's a big test for uh, both quarterbacks. On, Indiana has a young quarterback too. One thing I like about Ohio State, they're allowing 1.9 yards per carry, which is just ridiculous. And they've had <laughs> nine sacks on the season so far, so they're probably going to be able to get after Indiana. Um, i lean Ohio State, too. I, I think the biggest worry is just betting a big favorite on the road in an early game.
0: It's really square, and, and we know – like we, we watched this all last year, too, where we would bet a Big Ten early game. The little 11 yep. a.m. game, and it was just kind of sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. So hard to know if this will be just the spot where Ohio State because something's up. I mean, the line is moving, and I do like that. It is moving to 18, so rightfully so. Um, but
1: well, I don't know about you, but I I still don't really know what to think of Ohio State. I was kind of down on them coming into the year, um, and you know, yeah, they they looked a little sluggish week one. Was that FAU or FI? can't remember.
0: It was F- um, FAU covered the spread. FAU. Yeah,
1: and then week two, of course, they blew out Cincinnati. But that might be just a case of them being a perfect matchup for Cincinnati. I was about to say I mean, that
0: was a, that was a bad matchup for Cincinnati in the second week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just did not. You know, strength versus uh, uh, weakness is how it matched up for Ohio State. So I don't know, and I, I really don't know what to think of Indiana. I mean,
0: yeah. well, I, I. Uh, I threw it out there. I knew we had to talk about this game because of the spread being looking a little suspiciously low. And now it just, it may look a little bit too suspicious. We could pass on it and just hope that Indiana covers because you know, a lot of our competitors are probably going to be on Ohio state. So uh, I agree. I'm game. I'm game, but we had to talk about it. So, well, we'll
1: start it. I mean, we're both at least leaning the same side. Um, Okay, well, I've got three more favorites and one dog of uh, the games I really want
0: to talk about. Give to. us a favorite.
1: Okay, well, I, well, I've got four more favorites. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Okay, I'll give you my first play of the week. Like, this is the first game I capped, and I was pretty excited about it. And honestly, I'm kind of... I don't know. I'm really second-guessing myself a little bit, Uh-oh. but we'll see what you think about it. Okay. Um, and this is all... Man, in life, you do not want to pile on people that are down because that's just not nice, Magoo. No, but in football handicapping, <laughs> it is perfectly acceptable, yes, and in fact, it is
0: encouraged page. to do I think we're on the same so.
1: Page. I see a team that I just think is unraveling. The coach
0: mm-hmm. publicly
1: called out the quarterback, asking saying that he needed to make better plays, <laughs> um, and they got boat raced at home by a team that's honestly not. That great. And I'm talking about UNLV. They're going to be playing at Northwestern. And the reason I like this too, you know, typically you would say, well, I don't want to pile on a team because, especially versus a power five opponent, because I'm not getting a lot of line value. Well, I think you are getting line value here because Northwestern, they've only played one game on the year and they did not look good at all. In fact, they looked really bad for yeah. Stanford. Um, but again, First week of the season, they had a young quarterback on the road making his first true start, Um, and first weeks are sloppy, and they're going against a really good defense. So now Pat Fitzgerald, who's a really good coach, has two weeks to prepare, get his team right, get his team pissed off, fire them up to come and make a statement in front of their home crowd. Um, So, you know, Northwestern, you usually only want to back them as a dog. That's kind of the narrative on them, but we saw how narratives – can come to an end real quick with Tom Herman in Texas last week. So I just think Northwestern is a team here. And I really don't think 18 and a half is that much. I, I think they, this could be another boat race potential. Like we're looking for.
0: Yeah. I like that one. Um, I'll say the, I don't know how, I don't know how serious to take these. So like John Murray on his podcast said, there was a shark group that did take UNLV plus the 18 and a half. That always that always just does raise an eyebrow for me. um, That the sharp groups are taking. There was a play last week where a sharp group took. uh, Oh, they took Colorado actually. So Mm. that always raises an eyebrow because they do seem it does seem. Oh, and a sharp group took Oregon State. So that's
1: they're usually correct. It did move. It moved a point. It's at seventeen and a half now.
0: Oh, the Northwestern UNLV line
1: yeah yeah interesting, interesting, so we're getting
0: interesting interesting there's a point where we
1: don't have value so
0: i I don't know yeah i don't I don't know what they're seeing out of u n l v um to like score at all, but I don't know it if you so was that just your first play or one of your favorites
1: that was my first, and as I said to you that I was locked it in first play I locked in this week, but then the more and more I think about it, I'm like man i I could see this being close. UNLV has covered as a dog um, against Power 5 teams in the past. But, I don't know, something tells me that this is just a team that's going to be heading south and just be, you know, really we, bad the rest of the
0: way. We can come back to that one for sure, if you're second guessing. Okay, I'll start it. A little I'll bit. start it.
1: We only have two plays locked in. That would be Arkansas and Iowa State. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about next? We need five more. Um,
0: well, I was going to ask if this is a high-variance game because – I'm seeing lots of sharps on the Temple Owls getting seven and a half. uh, Kind of at home, or they play at the link, I should say. But Maryland is going to be a massive square play after they put up 60. Uh, I was going to get your thoughts on if you thought this was too high (laughs) variance, because here's the deal. If Maryland – Temple has a much better defense than Syracuse, but if they get behind a lot – he may not be able to catch up scoring wise with Maryland but Maryland is definitely this is definitely a flat spot for them. I believe they have a look ahead with Penn State if I'm not mistaken. Love the look ahead um for Maryland. And uh, yeah, this is another it's close to a system play but not quite there.
1: So yeah, Maryland's not ranked I'm guessing or are they ranked?
0: Maryland is ranked now. Oh, they are. Yes. Uh
1: yeah, they have Penn State, they have a bye week, and then they have Penn State, so I wouldn't call that uh, a, no, a look at. Um, and this is somewhat of a rivalry game, so, so, dude, this is a hard thing. So, like, I'm kind of buying in to Maryland. I think yeah. that. So th- that's where we're at. We're like, okay, are we, or have the books not reacted quick enough, You're or right. is this kind of fool's gold? And well, I that's think how we feel with you, like kind of like with SoCal. Yeah, yeah, the
0: books haven't reacted quick enough. Um, here.
1: Because, what, what's Temple going to do? I mean, I Temple, know. you know, they do it, the, the, their defense is their strength, especially at the linebacker. They have a brand new coaching staff, though, uh, lost a lot of key players from that defense. Uh, and they've only had one one game this year. You know, this I kind of go with the opposite of Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell's a really good coach. He likes to use that week, too. I don't know what Temple does. I mean, I don't know if they're just out there partying or if they're truly preparing for Maryland. Um, this is a revenge game. Maryland lost last year, 35 to 14. Uh, and I kind of wonder so the game opened up at four and it steamed way past seven. The, yeah. So through like the keyest of key numbers. And so I kind of wonder is that a true sharp position or is there going to be any buyback coming up? Um, so, yeah, that's what we got to ask ourselves. It Was last week more of a commentary on how good Maryland was or how bad Syracuse is? Um, but man, I, I don't know. I, I think this is not going to be much of a home field advantage for Temple either because it's less than two hours for Maryland fans Definitely to travel. You get to go to an NFL stadium, so they may actually outfan them. them. Um, so I don't know. I, if I anything, did. I would probably lean the other way.
0: I'm leaning Temple, but I think it sounds like the way we're talking, it's probably too high a variance for our liking um, Maybe. with just Maryland being able to – you know, I was looking at it and looking at it and the sharp plays getting on it um, and just the spread movement, it's just a little bit too much in every square. Vegas is going to need Temple. Um, but at the same time, I've watched Temple last year in a lot of games and they just did not have the ability to catch up if they got down with their offense. No. Their, their defense is their key. But if Maryland is this powerhouse offensive juggernaut, then we should probably step aside and move on to another play. I told you I had trouble this week. I am really like yeah. on a struggle bus with these plays.
1: So one last thing, Jeff Sagarin did make Maryland a 20-point favorite on this. So you got to wonder, is he are his numbers ahead of the game here hmm. or are they going to get adjusted after this week? So – yeah, that wasn't one of my plays, but I, I was definitely leaning towards the Maryland side. Um, I'll give you a big favorite that I think I can talk you there into.
0: There we go. Um, we love those.
1: So, again, I, I got another buy low, sell high opportunity Uh-oh. for
0: you. Mavigo. Please don't be Washington. And is it Washington? <laughs>
1: you guessed it. You guessed it. Way oh, no. to go, buddy. <laughs> I tried to bet against Hawaii last week. It we, we didn't work out, but it's okay. We still got a win out of that one. But, okay, let's, so here, let's talk about this. Okay. So, this is going to be a huge step up in defense for Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii has played Arizona, who is soft, and Oregon State, who is even softer. And they've played them both on the island. This is their first trip away from the island. Peterson... The coach for Washington thrives versus pass-happy offenses. Listen to what he's done versus Washington State uh, and a genius in Mike Leach the last few years. Last few years, against Wazoo, they've allowed 13, 10, 7, 14, and 15 points. That's crazy. So if they can stop Wazoo, I guarantee you they can stop Cole McDonald.
0: Cole McDonald's going to throw the ball over, and that doesn't – so, yeah, so let's talk, let's talk – go into handicapping of the squares of, of quarterbacks on the other team throwing to right. the other team.
1: Well, and I think everybody – your first reaction when you see this line, 21 and a half points, you're like, wow, that is way too big of a number. Washington can't score that many. Their offense isn't any good. They lost to Cal last week. But, yeah, they're oh struggled last week, but that was a weird game, man. That game was delayed several hours, and it looked like it might have even was going to get right. scheduled uh, – canceled or rescheduled um and cal has an awesome d they have probably the sec the best secondary in the nation so i think washington can be excused a little bit let's look back at week one versus eastern washington i know a lot of sharps were on eastern washington in that game but washington blew them out of the water they put up 574 yards versus uh eastern washington i think that's more of the effort that you're going to get this week versus hawaii um let's talk about the hawaii side they're one dimensional. All they do is throw. They've only averaged sixty-seven rush yards per game. Washington um, knows how. I think to, they're kind of Washington
0: feeling- knows how to um, defend the uh, spread. The spread oh, yeah. uh, gun. They play. I mean, they play Wazoo every year and Oregon.
1: Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so Cole McDonald in the and the Q- QB for Hawaii. He's had a clean pocket all season. He has not been. Rushed that much by, or challenged by the Defenses uh, but that's Going to change here Washington has a Nasty defensive line um, Hawaii's defense they Allow 6.6 yards per play which Is number 118 in the nation And they've allowed 16 plays Of 20 yards plus that's 127th in the nation so we're talking About bottom 10 there and Here's what I love man Hawaii They're feeling themselves after their 2-0 mm-hmm. Start their coach Rolovich <laughs> Tweeted out a Rose Bowl logo. He tweeted out a Rose Bowl logo oh after goodness. last week's win. Oh my gosh, that is the kiss of death right there. Washington minus 21 and a half points. Opened up 23. I think the the hook doesn't scare me. I'm ready to lay it. They win by 30 plus.
0: I'm with you. The first I don't want to go against my first instinct. If you recall after Cal beat Washington by one last week, I said Will looks like we'll be taking Washington next week versus Hawaii. I'm not sure I knew the spread yeah. would be over 21, but.
1: No, I'm kind of shocked at that, so, to be and, honest. And
0: adding but... to Hawaii's basically, Hawaii's high horse, Washington, yeah, they just got beat by Cal on their, in their home stadium um, by one point. They are going to be pissed off, man. They're going to be absolutely pissed off that they just lost. I'm with you. The 21 and a half. We said last week we have to stick by our word. We're not going to be scared off by these hooks. Like, we, we passed nope. on Purdue and we passed on the zoo because we were just a little bit scared off by the hooks even though we knew that they were going to boat race the teams they were playing. I'm with you. Washington, shut out.
1: Yeah, baby. Right, I love it. So, that's three mm-hmm. locked in. I do want to mention my only, one my, of the my, things my about My
0: only – like I said when I struggled – the only concern is John Murray again. This guy, he said a sharp group took Hawaii. So that sucks, but I don't care. The sharp, sharp. Well, and I wonder about him too,
1: because he's a bookmaker, right. right? And he goes on these podcasts and it's like, what is his goal? Like, is he really wanting to tell people accurate truths or is he trying to encourage action on the other side? So I always like, yeah, kind of
0: we, wonder we're not going to bookmakers... get bogged down by him. It's we're, we're 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 our own yeah. cappers. So,
1: well, I do want to talk about like a, a betting point real quick. We'll take a little time out. So, there is no greater fade in any betting that you do than betting against a public underdog. So, Hawaii, you know, is going to get most of the action. People are going to see that spread and think, "Wow, this is great, too easy," and they're going to bet on it. Last week, we had two examples of this. The bigger the game, the better the trend is. We had Texas was a public underdog. They lose. We had A&M as a public underdog. So they, they should, should have, have lost, lost that script. game. Oh, my gosh. Some sh- total shenanigans yep. at the end for them to get the miracle cover. So that just kind of gives you an idea. Like When you see some underdogs getting a lot of love, especially in the more high-profile games, you probably want to be looking at the other side, which we're doing here.
0: I like it. Look at that! I like that one. All yeah, Washington. I forgot what I was gonna say, but look, moving on, we got three.
1: We have three, and we have are forty-two minutes oh, in. Oh we, we really?
0: Okay, let's uh, let's <laughs> yes. keep it moving. Um, I might have to trim out some of this, maybe at the beginning, but we'll be all right. So, I have a. Uh, uh, this one is another one that I thought. Uh, this team's probably just uh we're not getting the we're we're not having to lay the fourteen and a half. I like the Oklahoma State Cowboys, and I think this line's just a little bit short versus Tulsa
1: yeah so i, I don't have a lot of notes on this uh it opened fifteen Saronn actually has this at nine and a half but i I kind of like the play too um even though it's at Tulsa, Oklahoma State's gonna have more fans there. Tulsa's coming off a road trip. Uh, they struggled early on versus uh, San Jose State, but they ended up uh, pulling it out and covering. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, I do think Oklahoma State's not getting enough respect, though. I, I we noticed that Week One, even though I don't think they covered, depending on the number you got. But um, I'll put a star by it. Not in okay. love with it.
0: Not in love with um, it either. But I. That I had an initial lean. Dude, but I do... It's overall this week, ability. I really...
1: So overall this week, I really do like the Big 12. And uh, I don't know what, is, what it is, but I'm going to go to a Big 12 play right here. One of my favorite All games. Right. Um, and that is our... And this is pretty special because I overall, I do not like this team. I like to root against them. But okay. uh, the TCU Hornfrogs Frogs are oh. short two-and-a-half-point favorites. At Purdue, and I think this is a great matchup for him. Uh, <clears throat> so this is the best defense that Coach Patterson has had in a while, and that's usually his staple. You didn't like um, TCU before, this and season. <laughs> I no, no. I was actually considering betting their under, <laughs> but on this game, we've got the better coach. He's getting an extra week to prepare again, yep. so similar to the Coach Campbell. Uh, and I think TCU has the run game. They have a kind of a thunder and lightning. Thing going with their running backs, so I've got. I think they've got the run game, and they've got the defense to grind this one out. Um, on, let's look at the Purdue side. Their quarterback was concussed last week, so he's iffy to go. And if he doesn't go, a redshirt freshman is going to go. They also lost a senior offensive lineman and their best linebacker, who is also a team captain. Uh, they really only have one player on offense and more. Um, and Patterson is—he's again—he's a good coach. He's really good at. It, taking away your your opponent's best uh, offensive threat, so and Purdue has no run game at all. So if if Patterson takes away more, and they already don't have a run game, and especially if a redshirt freshman is stopping starting, I think Purdue's really going to struggle to move the ball. And then I've got to mention it: Purdue looked okay last week versus Vanderbilt, They're but bad. I think Vanderbilt may just be bad. Purdue lost to Nevada, man, Nevada, Animal? and I, I know they had a unlucky with turnovers. And everything, and it was week one, but Nevada's not no. good. And so I, I think you really got to look at that and wonder what kind of team Purdue's going to be. I think we're getting line
0: year. value because of the smoke and mirrors. Like people are quick to forget week one, they only look at week two with the big win over. And like TCU's kind of been in the dark, right? It, nobody's been thinking about them because they had a bye last week. So I'm with you. I love uh, getting uh, produce. probably another public team that's an underdog. Another fade the public yeah. underdog. When I saw this line, I couldn't believe TCU was favorite. I thought it would be Purdue by three, but it mm-hmm. was fishy. It's it's a fishy line. So I like it. I like to lock that in. We are well. It did
1: okay. That's locked. No, um, like so it. it did open up. Plus it opened up TCU plus one and a half, but it quickly got steamed through zero to where they're mm-hmm. the favorite. I think it's going to close. So yeah, if, if Purdue's quarterback is does in fact not play i think this is through going to go three, three. um but i would almost prefer i don't know I, I i don't think i don't put a lot of my capping on that i think either way tcu is going to be fine jeff sagarin makes tcu a 15 and a half point favorite <laughs> oh. so this is one of his bigger variances between the vegas line yeah. um i like Look, being on his side cool. so that's four that, picks that's locked a little in.
0: that's a little heavy jeff uh <laughs> I don't yeah. think PC is going to win it. Yeah, I'm not sure they're going to 15, but I hope I, they do. I hope they win by 60. I lock it in. we got four. Moving along.
1: And we have a fifth play. You know, Southern, Southern Cow, we were oh, both.
0: Yeah. Bucking the system. So we'll see. We'll, that we, may... we'll, if we have egg on our face because we run against the system, so be it. But It's I, a heavy wing. I, I think we just like this kid, Slovis. I mean,. He's the real deal yeah. and, and just for the whole season, Southern Cal's got the got the nobody believes in us. So
1: Well shall I lock it in for the you time shall. being? We you know. shall.
0: Okay, let's do you it. You shall lock it in. And then we
1: I think we're both kind of talking about Northwestern, but let's 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 see if we can find something better over
0: Yeah. Over that. Yeah, let's do. Let's do because I um so I hate I hate to kind of sell them the team when they're already low because they didn't cover the week before. But so this is Mm going to kind of suck. But I think Marshall is sneaky, sneaky good. Mm. Another favorite. Um, Because I don't think that um, it was, I believe it's Virginia Tech uh, played them last week. Ohio and covered, or BC. was an eight.
1: no, Pitt. no. Pitt. Ohio played yeah, Pitt, Pitt last so week. I, yeah, really yeah, sloppy,
0: sloppy game. game. I think Marshall is on level, on par with Pitt at home. This is Ohio's second road game, and I love fading the teams having to yeah you know, travel two weeks in a row. So, uh, tell me your thoughts mm. on Marshall laying the five and a half. Yeah. So
1: I I lean that way at neutral field. I would for sure pick Marshall. Uh, I think they're the better team. Five and a half seems a little strong. Um, Marshall has a really good rush defense, only 2.9 yards per carry allowed. Ohio, you know, it's interesting. Both teams last week they kind of had similar games. They both went up against Power Five teams on the road. They both played well and they slowed the game down, but at the end they both ended up losing. Marshall lost 14 to seven. Boise, Boise State, and Ohio. Well, Boise
0: not Power Five uh, there. Twenty to real.
1: ten. Oh yeah, well, might as well be honorary <laughs> they beat Power Five. State, so
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, I don't know. Plus I have a future on Ohio and I I've got to be cognizant that sometimes my judgment is a little cloudy when I have a future on a team. Um, so yeah, I would lean, I would lean Marshall line opened up six. Sagrin makes them a one point favorite. I could go either way. I'm going to put a star by okay. it.
0: Like I said, having trouble. Cause I'd love the opportunity to fade Mac teams when there's a chance, but
1: good okay. I've got, I've got one more strong play. Uh, Hopefully you're in agreement here, and this is like, this is the theme, we did this last year, screw me once, shame (laughs) on you, screw me twice, hopefully not shame on me this week, because I'm going back to the well, didn't work last week, but I'm going to try to fade Colorado again this week, (laughs) this time with the Air Force Falcons on the road, but really we're talking about Colorado Springs versus Boulder, Colorado. There's going to be plenty of Air Force fans. And if, I don't know if you've watched any of that Nebraska-Colorado game, but Colorado let Nebraska absolutely invade the stadium. <laughs> it was a sea of red. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if we will see the same thing with Air Force, but I'm sure there will be plenty of fans. Let's get to the capping. So this game opened up Colorado as one-and-a-half-point favorites, and it quickly got steamed through a key number of three and four. And now we're sitting at four and a half for us. Since then, the current line is three and a half. So there's been some buyback on Air Force. So I like yeah, that we're getting sharp. the extra yeah. point. Um, and yeah, that is a key uh, that it would be <clears throat> possibly sharp. And honestly, I just like the matchup. I really like the matchup for Air Force. The, again, they've had two weeks to prepare. Solid coach. They've got a solid run game and a solid uh, run defense. Um, Service Academy getting points. That's always kind of like a a thing you want to go for. And I think Colorado, I think they're just full of gold too. week one, week one. They, they really shouldn't have beaten Colorado state by that much. I've already shared my thoughts on Colorado state week two. They let Nebraska just run all over them until almost the end of the third quarter. And they needed a miracle finish to send that game into overtime. They have plus five turnover differential with is which is second in the nation. Um, you know, I, I really don't think they they have a shaky defense, and a shaky defense facing a triple option team with no extra time to prepare is a disaster in the making. The, Colorado's defense ranks number 114 in yards per play allowed and number 125 in stuff rate, and that one's a real key one. Number 125, I think there's 130-something teams in the nation. Stuff rate is what you need to beat a triple option, and Colorado doesn't have it, so I really think Air Force could win this you said win. it.
0: Uh, Colorado is fool's gold. Um, so we're just getting line movement from the emotional victory. We love those. Emotional win. We love to fade mm-hmm. that team the next week. Um, Air Force, you know what? The service academies owe us because they've been screwing us the past couple weeks. The <laughs> service academies owe us. We are yes. betting all of our friend Jay's plays, Air Force and Iowa State, grad. Oh, Georgia's not They're on. They're not. We probably would back them. No, we wouldn't. We would bet Arkansas State. But nonetheless, I like it. Uh, you don't really need to say more than emotional victory. Colorado. I was. I put them in my oh, notes. Fools Gold. The win over uh, Nebraska was fraudulent. We are backing a service mm-hmm. academy. They are going to make it up for us this week.
1: All right, let's do it. That is. Five, six plays locked in if Five you count. So,
0: <laughs> we need one more. We're looking more. down the list and looking at boat racing potential. I've, I've got. Um,
1: I see this one makes me nervous. I, I kind of have been going back and forth, but I, overall, I kind of like Kentucky getting seven and a mm-hmm. half points at home. Um, it is kind of a revenge spot for Florida, and I think Florida does have something to prove yeah, after looking kind that's of shaky. What I had. Um, but, you know, I think that we're getting that much line value because Terry Wilson, the quarterback, is out at Kentucky. But they've got a really experienced backup transfer from Troy, and he threw two TDs in the relief last week. So I don't love it
0: only because I don't know. I don't think this is that same UK from last year. Even though I would love the opportunity yeah. to fade Felipe Frank's um, laying over a touchdown.
1: Remember, we bet yeah. them last year, and we got, we got totally
0: screwed by it. I definitely lean UK just a little bit worried about the revenge and the that this is just not the same Kentucky team, potentially, as last year. I don't know. That, that's a tough one for yeah. me. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's some question marks. Their defense definitely – I mean, it had to take a step back. Their defense yeah, was no lights Josh out. Yeah, Allen, no Benny Snell uh, was awesome. But they're still, at the core, doing what they're doing. And I know the Sharps tried to fade them week one and week two, and they got burned twice um, by Kentucky coming through. We have strength versus strength here. Florida's defensive line versus Kentucky's O-line. To me, that oh, I think they cancel game. each other that's out. A we good.
0: Have a, oh, I love the night. We kind of have a rock fight. I like the night electric in that statement, um, too.
1: Florida, injuries to starting wideout and corner this week. And their corner is a projected first-rounder. Um I don't know. Open nine and a half. It got steamed down to five, seven and a half. Sagarin makes it five and a half. We'll uh, Something con- we'll to consider. <clears throat> um, Man, I'm losing my voice. We're talking yeah,
0: so long. So, and uh, here's another play that's a little bit of hold your nose that I had looked at.
1: UCLA, baby. We Let's love do UCLA. it.
0: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm on the other <laughs> That's all I'm on your the nose. Other side. I love uh, my, my hold your nose, was actually Arizona at home. Versus Texas Tech. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, who's Just betting Arizona? Who, exactly, that's my thing. Who is betting Arizona? Who has an Arizona plus two and a half ticket? All you got to do is bet Texas Tech to cover three. But I yeah. think this is a, a bounce back game for Arizona after losing on the island. And um, Texas Tech getting into conference play. So I think this is our one shot to. We're a little heavy on the Big 12. Um, we need to. The so fade one team, fade Texas Tech.
1: Huh? Yeah, I actually. You're on the other side. Well, kind of. I mean, kind of. I, I really, I, I going into the year, I thought Tech was gonna be a lot worse than they were last year. Um, I love their coach, coming from Utah State, I believe. We he was good to us last year, but I thought there was gonna be a little bit of a learning curve. But it looks like he's kind of keeping things pretty much the same, um, and. Texas Tech Sagarin has him as a fourteen and a half point favorite in this game. Oh
0: my Again, god! It's one of his
1: bigger outliers. Right, that
0: that scared me off. But uh, damn, I was looking at uh, Arizona. But it's a late, it's a late a, game too, right? It's um, late kick.
1: Yeah. Oh man,
0: it's balls. Maybe a pass was that going to be one of your plays, Texas Tech?
1: No, not one of my plays. I mean, it's a lean. That's all it is. A lean. Yeah.
0: Who was betting Arizona? That was my. That was my lean. Um, so, so for our last play, we're trying to, uh, rapid fire here,
1: Michigan uh, state,
0: oh, Michigan state laying 13 and a half. That line is actually now 14 and a half. Yeah. Um, big
1: revenge game. Uh, and yes. also a big matchup advantage. And I do think that people still haven't quite caught on that Michigan state has a decent offense this year, so they can score some points. We missed an opportunity with them last week. Um, one of the best defensive lines in the nation and ASU's weakest point is their O-line. The only thing that's tough, they, Arizona State does still have a good defense overall, good secondary, and they have a really
0: awesome punch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, that was my uh, note on this game is, is potential rock fight.
1: Open 10-and-a-half. So now potential, you're saying it's through 14-and-a-half. Um, yeah,
0: potential under-porn under game is Sagarin why it only scared me 20... off. I do love that we're getting a great number here.
1: Yeah, Sagarin makes it 22-and-a-half. Arizona State is 0 2 ATS, so you kind of want.
0: Are oh, they going to bounce back with it? Yeah. Right. Or are they not great going on the road? Michigan with the revenge factor, too.
1: Well, what about fading the other side of that California Washington game last week? Now, now, all of a sudden, Cal is.
0: Cal? Oh, I like North Texas.
1: 14.5 points? Dude, that is way
0: too many points for a team. Are they going like to score LA. 14 in the game? <laughs> I don't know, man. That Can is North crazy. Texas cover this spread by making uh scoring zero?
1: Well, and North Texas got blown out last week by SMU was a close spread. We actually thought about North Texas for a while because, you know, looking at them, they had they had the better quarterback. Um and SMU really hadn't done anything that we thought to deserve to be favored,
0: but luckily we stayed away. Mm. Um,
1: yeah, I just keep looking at that, thinking, man, that is way too many.
0: For a team that can't score.
1: Let's look into that one more. I'm going to start into that. by
0: yeah, that was one. That was one I had a lean on North Texas fade. The team coming off the big emotional win, we would mm-hmm. have three of those this week, and I love that.
1: I kind of um, am tempted to take Middle Tennessee State at home, getting <laughs> six
0: and a half points
1: versus Duke. I don't think a whole lot out of Duke. No. Um, Middle Tennessee State is okay, but I need to look into that one more.
0: I worry, the only thing I worry about that one is something fluky happening, like Middle Tennessee's, like, tied, and they just do something super dumb and yeah. allow Duke to score. That's the only thing I had on that. one.
1: It's <laughs> got to be pretty excited for their fan base. I mean, I, there's not that often you get a Power 5 team, even though to it's comes to, it, to, yeah. to come, come to you. Um, well, go, let's go to Clemson Corner, man. Clemson why, are, Corner. Where are we our, why are we just betting Clemson?
0: Yeah, so this I texted you this this is smelling a little bit like uh, like the open up a can week. We talked about that last year in our pod last year. Like Clemson kind of kind of hover around. They beat you. They, it's low scoring games. And then they open up their offense and just boat race you up to 50. This smells a little like that opportunity because it's, we've come to play big time in prime time. We love the night games. This is Revenge Factor in the Carrier Dome from two years yeah. ago. Huge revenge factor. Uh, line's moving over 28 now, so we're getting some value that's there. so crazy. There's no, but I mean, of course, the other side is you know, piling on Syracuse after they just got embarrassed by 40 because they were looking ahead to this game. So, that is, uh, that's the only quandary I have. I mean, I lean Clemson, believe it or not, um, to lay a big number uh, against a team that's giving them trouble, but everybody's every square is going to have the Syracuse ticket being like well it's they beat them 2 years ago well last year was a close game but both of those situations were really fluky uh when it was a close game so clemson's defense is just flying around man they are disguising yeah. blitzes and how uh, Syracuse
1: going to score man I, I just i don't
0: know i not naming names but the new quarterback i'm not really impressed with him at syracuse no eric Dungy. so I don't know, man. I was tempted to make Clemson a play, but I just, like I said, I had trouble this week, and piling on Syracuse after they got blown out by 40 may not, may not be the greatest uh, you know, <laughs> prognostication.
1: Well, as Clemson, did Clemson end up covering week one? I know they didn't cover week they did. two. They covered they did. week
0: one versus Georgia Tech. That line was 33, and they won 52-14.
1: Okay. Not yeah. even
0: playing that well.
1: No. Well, so we could have gotten this line preseason at 18. The game of the year line was 18. Now it's sailed us all the way at 28 right now.
0: Yeah, it's a fair 27 line. Seven and a half.
1: I'm tempted. Let's. Uh, I'm starring it. You said you like Oklahoma. That game of the year line was 11. Now we're at 23 and a half. That is wow. just crazy. I mean, and the only side. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I, I just see it's either UCLA or so past. Me.
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I so just don't want to step in front of it. So so that was actually one of the topics I was bringing up is Vegas always gets their revenge on the squares, but sometimes they just don't make the lines high enough at the beginning of the season. So the squares kind of get roped in. They win at the beginning. But they do get their revenge with these heavy dogs eventually mm-hmm. with everybody betting. I mean, everybody has an Ohio State and Oklahoma ticket this week. So I'm just yep. wondering, like, did they, does Vegas get the revenge next week, or is it coming the next week? You know, like are we just a little I, bit I too think, early?
1: I think this week Vegas is off. I think Vegas might get taken to the woodshed this week, to be honest. But maybe the their handles probably not going to be that high though because the games aren't that interesting. NFL's kicked off now. Um, I'll tell you a game I really like. Oh, so let's talk about UCLA. One more thing. So UCLA, they've terrible start to the season, but. They've played two running teams, and both running teams have controlled the clock and moved the ball against them. Oklahoma, more of a passing offense, so we really don't know how they're going to be challenged. Yet with Jalen Hurts back there, you've got basically a running back that can also throw, so probably a stay-away game. Um, One game I really was excited about betting before last week was Central Florida versus Stanford.
0: I was on Central Florida.
1: Just a terrible spot for Stanford, man. But the game of the year line was two, and now we're getting seven and a half right now. We're laying seven and a half. The current number is eight and a half, actually. Um, But the fact that Stanford lost last week and the fact that the number is so high, it seems like people have caught on. It kind of worries me. Jeff Sagarin, this is another one of his outliers. He makes Central Florida 18 and a half point favorites. Um, This is just a bad spot for Stanford. Stanford had UC, USC the week before. Um, next week, I forget who they have. I think um, Washington or somebody. But they have another Pac-12 opponent. So they're traveling all the way across country through three time zones to play Central Florida. This was supposed to be a game they don't care about. But now I think they kind of do care about it because of the way they, sh- they showed up last Versus week.
0: Versus USC, yeah.
1: Yeah. Costello is back, so I think they're going to be playing for him. However... Their all conference left tackle is out. You know, people don't talk about the trenches. Walker just as little. Important. Yeah, just as important as a quarterback. Shaw is 17 and 6 ATS coming off a loss, and he's 14 and 5 ATS. Um, what is that? 14 and 5 ATS. I don't know. Something. Oh, as a <laughs> dog. As a dog overall. So I don't know. I see see ways pointing both ways, but I kind of think Central Florida might just blow them out. That's it's a boat. I was
0: gonna, yeah. I was gonna say it's a boat race potential. Um, yeah, you, we're we're on the same page. With like we we don't like fading Stanford after the embarrassing loss last week. But okay. Central Florida is this line just too tight with Central Florida being that much better. I mean they they can score in bunches and quickly.
1: So what about this narrative here? And this is a game that I don't think any there aren't gonna be too many people playing, but I kind look of ahead. like New Mexico State Aggies oh. getting fifteen and a half points at home <laughs> versus San Diego State. And so Oh I'm sorry,
0: my... I'm sorry, State of New Mexico. We forgot so, about you. We forgot about yes. the whole state, not just <laughs> New Mexico State. I kind
1: of like both of them to be honest. I do too. Um,
0: Notre Dame's got the monster look ahead.
1: But this one I like a little bit more. So New Mexico State they did not do themselves any favors. They scheduled Wazoo. They're at Wazoo week 1, lost 58 to 7. They're at Alabama week 2, lost 62 to 10. Covered, though, might I add. Um, and now they're at home and they're playing San Diego State. So San Diego State coming, coming off. off of their 2 and 0 versus 0 and 2. So we like the 0 and 2 team. San Diego State came off an upset victory over UCLA. But San Diego State, when you dig down into it, their offense really isn't that good. Their defense has taken a little bit of a step back. There's still the strength of their team. Um, not really great quarterback play. They're more of just like a run the, run the ball down your throat and burn up clock. New Mexico State hasn't faced that yet. They've faced high-powered offenses, so we kind of really don't know what's going to happen. But
0: <laughs> I just not like hold your a, nose.
1: 15 and a half points at home, that's a lot. Again, this is kind of like, uh, our play against Cal. It's a proud New with Mexico North State Texas. team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the play against Cal with, you know, San Diego State is not an offense that should be laying that many points. So,
0: so, so are we between Cal or, uh, excuse me, North Texas and uh, New Mexico State, it sounds like, for our seventh play?
1: Well, or yeah, we amongst have... the others.
0: Okay. I, no. I I like it too. I was like, I looked at these lines and I like both of the New Mexico's. Only because Notre Dame's got the monster look-ahead versus Georgia. They cannot be giving 100% versus New Mexico. In addition to the fact, I didn't mean to get off this other game, but in addition to the fact that Notre Dame seems to play down to lesser opponents, um, (laughs) that would be a hold-your-nose taking a team getting 34.5 points. Would have screwed us with UTEP against uh, Texas Tech, but New Mexico is better than UTEP. New Mexico State, hey, I'm game with that one, too. Uh, San Diego State, I love fading the team that just looked impressive versus UCLA the week before. Uh, mm. Riding a little high is, are the Aztecs. Uh, we would be fading uh, Jay in this case. He also went to San Diego State. Wow. So we're hoping uh, Jay wins two of his uh, babies, and we fade, uh, we fade one. That guy gets
1: around. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, oh, so okay, let's talk about there's only one other game. I think two games we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about our best friend, our BFF, uh, James Franklin, laying 16 and a half oh, at yeah. home versus that. Pitt. Is that too easy? What's going on here?
0: I wrote I don't that, think a whole wrote lot of that, pit. I wrote that we're uh we're spinning the Russian roulette gun with when Penn State does screw us. So we backed into mm. boat race teams in the first two weeks. Uh, should have lost last week. Um, but the line's moving to seventeen and a half. That's a pretty key number. Um, it is yeah. 17 and a half, I should say. Um, and just keep rolling with it. Man, that's that's a tough one, too. That's another one I was just really split on. Is, I mean, same thing as Ohio State and freaking Oklahoma. I just mm. – uh, are these squares well, remember, really going to so cover? So last year
1: – Last year, I remember I liked Pitt, and I don't know if we, did we end up taking Pitt in that matchup.
0: No, I and talked they, you off of that one. Good, yeah, because they got one. they got boat, boat raced race
1: at home at yeah. home. So, I mean, it's it's kind of is a one sided series when these two meet up, but uh, no one likes covering numbers more than. James Penn, Franklin. Uh, so do we I think he likes write... covering
0: numbers more than we do. So it is <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the alum. They need their uh... <laughs> they need their accounts uh, packed. So man, it's one of those early writers... game,
1: early game, early oh.
0: game. So is it a is it a rider till she bucks you that Franklin's just going to keep running up these scores, or do we think Pitt can come to play and and actually get some stops here? I wasn't high on uh, Penn state at the beginning of the year. And I don't know. I, I'm kind of with you with the, it, it's just the, it's uncanny how similar it is to Ohio state. Like, I don't know that we know a ton about Penn state um, yet. That's my only, I don't know. I'm, I'm they, allowed to... of, they allowed a
1: lot of yards. I watched most of that game. They allowed a lot of yards to Buffalo last week, but man, Penn state then that second half, dude, they looked unstoppable. It was amazing. I mean, it, they really do have some talent on the team. Hmm. But uh
0: it is so uh, the one I do like is you know, it's the Well, I guess the same with Ohio State too. It's five stars versus three stars.
1: Yep. So the last game we haven't talked about is and maybe we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> I lost it. Oh, Troy. Troy at home. Oh,
0: I like Southern Miss versus
1: Southern Miss. Um, Jeff Sagrin likes Troy, makes him a ten and a half point favorite. They're only laying two and a half in this game. I uh, I don't know much about these teams. I haven't looked at this one at maybe all.
0: We, maybe honest. we pass on the Southern Miss-Troy game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Okey-doke>. uh, so doke <laughs> so- yeah, Well, what's going to happen is we could end up passing on all three, Ohio State, Penn State, and Oklahoma, and, you know, maybe two or three cover, but, of course, the third one's the one we'll take. Um, I don't know. We We'll be kicking ourselves if, like, you know two of three cover and we're like oh we should have bet oklahoma we should have bet ohio state
1: maybe so, we need to bet northwestern i think
0: okay i'm am willing to ride that one with you i just avoid all the square plays like complete square plays vegas maybe gets the uh revenge versus the square plays this week mm-hmm. i don't know it's tough penn state line is penn state and ohio state lines move through key numbers um all right, we'll, we'll wrap up this one. We'll come back. Yeah, so let's, let's go through our locks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So
1: right right now, our locks are Air Force plus four and a half on the road versus Colorado. Yep. Iowa State at home for college game day plus two and a half versus Iowa. Arkansas laying nine and a half at home versus Colorado go Hogs. State. Go Hogs. Pig suey, baby. Washington minus 21 and a half. Mm. At home versus Hawaii. Why do I like that
0: so much?
1: I do too. It kind of gets me excited. I (laughs) feel like we're
0: being sneaky.
1: Um, And then TCU on the road at Purdue laying two and a half points. And then we are pretty sure we're going to put SoCal on the card, even though it's against the system, minus four and a half at BYU. And we got a lot of others we're thinking about. So we'll take that offline. In the meantime – I guess you don't even need to do what you're saying, because we're coming back here in a little
0: bit. Coming back from commercial break, TCU and Purdue, that is the opposite of the public road fave. It is the private road of the public road dog. It is the private road fave. So we will come back after commercial break. And... back. Back from commercial. Back from commercial break?
1: We have time traveled to Friday on our lunch breaks, and Magoo's
0: ankled and uh, he's fired up, ready to roll. Ready to roll. I am walking through a metropolitan of a downtown of somewhere. I won't mention where, <laughs> but uh, pardon the traffic noise.
1: Yes, and I am sitting in my car, uh, interrupted my lunch break. I was having a nice empanada, Magoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. We have our picks. I guess I'll just roll through them, uh, as our flow would say. Um, We have a lot of, you know, not dissension. We keep coming back on these same picks. Um, The one team that we subbed out is SoCal. We both decided that's probably just a little bit too square for us this week, even though we kind of think it's the right side.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, So here's what we got. I'll just go real quick. Uh, Air Force on the road at Colorado. We got plus four and a half. We've got Northwestern playing the wood at UNLV at home. 18.5-point uh, favorites. We have Iowa State at home for college game day, getting 2.5 points versus Iowa. We have Arkansas at home, season on the line, playing 9.5 points in a revenge game versus Colorado State. We have Michigan State laying 13.5 points versus Arizona State in a revenge game. We've got Washington. Minus 21.5 at home, losing by a late cover to Hawaii, back door. <laughs> And then we have TCU on the road at Purdue, playing 2.5 points.
0: That's our card. <laughs> Do you have well, anything else to say? Well, we, we, so we decided on not changing anything, really. Uh, we thought about putting Penn State in there, of course. Back UCF, back on that Penn State, Clemson. UCF. Now, <laughs> well, Penn State just riding this whole rider till she bucks you, but I don't I don't know who I want I'd want to take out. I'm just I'm going back. Yeah. You wanted you wanted some boat races, some easy wins for us. I'm telling you, we're we're gonna have to sweat the old uh, the old Iowa Iowa State game. I mean. Yeah, and CSU, so. Purdue, probably
1: also. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I kind of worry about those. Those are my my two games that I kind of cap the hardest. And then, I, I, like oh, right like, now, I'm kind of second guessing myself the most.
0: And you like Northwestern, although we are not getting the best number, right? I'm game. I'm game for that. I don't. I don't know what everybody's seeing in UNLV. I
1: like UCLA.
0: Oh God. <laughs> I was texting I you. I was like,
1: "If, if I knew Houston you were serious." Cover. Houston can cover the, that number on the road at OU.
0: Why can't UCLA cover that? Like the, uh, oh, I mean, they'll the probably base. cover. They'll probably cover because we're passing on it. But then, yeah. if we take it, they're going to get blown out, and yeah. we'll be just like sitting there, like, "What are we doing, stepping in front of the in front of the freight train?"
1: And I, I just can't, for the life of me,
0: understand why you hate your Clemson Bearcats so much. I mean, um, I, you could talk me print. into it. You you could talk me into it. Well, and If I'm, you sat here and said, I really like Clemson, they're, Syracuse is not going to score more than 10 because I, we're getting to 40. We're getting to 40. So it's, it's can Syracuse get over 10? So well, that's really oh, all the man, is. We ended up kind of uh, having a very
1: gray week. Like,
0: we weren't sure a
1: lot. But now that we locked in our seven picks, I'm with you too. I wouldn't know what we would take out if we subbed in one of these other ones we liked. So, and when we did that last year, when we made last minute changes, I feel like that, for the Hard most part, went against us, us. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I say roll it. I mean, roll it. I mean, up. I like
0: those two you were talking about, TCU and um, Iowa State. I mean, I just don't really want to pass on the teams that have had an extra week. I feel like the squares yeah. are not even looking at that, so.
1: Nope, not at all. Some value. Not at all. Okay, well, this podcast is probably at
0: two hours now, so I think we should wrap it up. <laughs> Let our oh, listener
1: didn't? get on with his weekend.
0: You didn't want to give out uh, the NFL plays that you love. Uh, I sure best? don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you want either. to? No.
1: Okay, I don't even know who's playing or what. Uh, I think um, the, the Cowboys Bucks are going to beat somebody. The, uh, the Bucks will beat the Panthers this week for Thursday night.
0: <laughs> Is that good enough? Yeah. So if you're listening on thir- on a Thursday, the Bucks will uh, beat the Panthers. Yes, sir.
1: Okay, we'll hit him with your uh, little thing you always do, and then let's get out of here.
0: You can't lose, but you don't put in the middle. But you can't win much either. Out.